think you have a gambling problem at all? No, because I can stop gambling. I have a competition problem. Welcome back in to the competition problem with Ben Bobick and Mike Ionello coming to you from Asheville, North Carolina. At least me personally, Mike, we were excited about this one. It's the first time we're taking it to another state. Yeah, we are we are on site. The competition problem coming to you live from the Southern Conference tournament, giving you only the best inside coverage that our listeners come to expect from us because how he's, I mean, Ben, Ben gives enough SoCon picks. He's, Hey, he's on the scene scouting the teams in person. So love yeah, let, 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 let this at least be, you know, a little bit of validity here. Like, Hey, why is he bet all these Southern conferences? Cause he falls in one team. Like, no, I'm following them all. I'm here. I'm here. What? I'm here at the big dance in Asheville, North Carolina, the SoCon tournament, even, even when it's, uh, even when it's um limited this year, obviously for, for obvious reasons, but. Yeah, Ben's in, Ben's in the weeds. Hey, when when he when he bets on a team, that's because that's because he looked into those boys' eyes. He looked into their soul. He saw their their body language. You know who's 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 got the cheering each other on the bench. Who's whose coach is really in there? You got to look into a man's soul to know if he's going to cover a spread. And that's the type of dedication Ben brings to the show. Yeah, we're locked in. We're courtside at the Harris Charity Center. But we got another big NASCAR race this week. We're heading out west. We had three races this year in the Cup Series. All three took place in the state of Florida. Now we're heading west to Vegas, baby. Pennzoil 400 at Vegas, and this one. And Mike and I were talking a lot of a lot about this in the in the pre the pregame, if you will. Man, this is scary. This one was tough to pick because you had three three guys win that were unexpected to start the Cup Series. What if I told you, Mike, start of the year, hey? We're going to get to Vegas and Denny Hamlin's not going to win a race or Chase Elliott's not going to win a race. Put it that way. That probably might be even better, you know, because neither of them have won. And it's been pretty, pretty awesome, honestly, to be, to be fair. Yeah. There's, there's, I saw a stat today that there's only two drivers have a top 10 finish in all three races so far this year. One of them's Kevin Harvick, who I'm sure everyone would have expected. The other one's Michael McDowell, who, nobody expected um yeah it's been been kind of a crazy it, it like like ben said it's it makes it hard to hard to gamble when it's like hey 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 ben who do you think's gonna win i don't know literally anybody <laughs> yeah this one's this is almost like a royal rumble if you will down out there in vegas where you just don't know who's gonna throw who over the top rope and and get the prize so um anybody that stand out to you or at least i guess this is more of like a I, I hate to say like, oh, who's the guys you like? And then we throw out about there a bunch of names, you know, it, like what bets are you liking here? Cause I feel like this is one where you can really dive into some of these matchups, dive into some of these props, these podiums and, 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 and whatnot. And, and maybe, maybe get a win, get a win that way this week. Yeah. So I dug through this a lot and this was hard because, you know, there's a lot of guys that have run well here. There's a lot of guy. It is one of those, you know, kind of standard one and a half mile track. So when you're looking at a lot of guys that have good runs at one and a half mile tracks, it's just picking who's going to have it today uh, on Sunday. So I, I wrote, I have two guys and my, my plan here is to bet both of these guys to win and then also take a little either top three or top five. Um, I have both of them written down. 
Cool. So the two the two I have, I'll give you the first one, and then you can give yours maybe is yeah, I'll go throw a butt out there. I got a few. So obviously, you know, Harvick's the favorite, but like I said, when it's kind of up in the air, I don't really want to take the favorite. So I'm just gonna go just a, just a notch down the board and go back to who we went to last week. I'm taking Martin Truex Jr. plus six fifty to win. Uh, and then he's also plus 200 for a top three. You can even get him plus 115 for a top five. So you're getting him plus money for a top five. Uh, but I like a little on him plus 650 for a top win uh, to win this. He's he's won it twice. He won it 2017. He won it fall 2019. Um, last year he finished in – so there's two races in Vegas every year, uh, at least for the last couple of years. So last year in the spring race, uh, he finished 20th. That's a little, little misleading. I mean, he was in the top three, both stage one and stage two. Uh, actually, at the at the coming out of the caution for stage two, he he actually won the race off pit road, so he would have been leading going into the final stage. But he had to come back and pit because he had loose uh, he had a loose lug nut. Had to come back and pit. Ah, those the, loose lugs, they'll get you. Yeah, started from the back, had to race through the field, ended up getting a little bit of damage. Finished twentieth. Other than that. Since 2017, he's finished first, fourth, third, eighth, first, and fourth. He's got five top tens in his last six races. Like I said, the only one he didn't was he would have had it if he didn't have the lung nut issue. Um, and, and MTJ, I mean, he ran, we talked about him uh, last week. He ran great last week, came in third, came in third at uh, Miami, uh, looked super fast. So I love MTJ. Um, this week, I think he's just a little bit of better number than Harvick. Like I said, plus 650 to win. And then, like we talked about, I'll probably go back to the well with the, the plus 200 for a top three. So I love MTJ this week. Especially because we were talking about, you know, just the, the une unexpected start, bunch of guys we weren't expecting to win, winning, and no one really getting in a groove. Um, doesn't mean that we can't get into a groove, brother. We did hit on the MTJ top three last week. He ran well. It was a... A shady top three, if you will, but it's a top three in, in its own right. You know, I mean, by shady is for those that might not know what we're talking about or didn't watch the race. Uh, Truex Jr. kind of bumped the bumped the top wall, and he was running three, and Tyler Reddick was making his push, and he was rolling. And then I think it was Kyle Larson in that mix, too, and he was – Truex was, was holding off those two for third as uh, – and he bumped the wall, and then that's when Reddick jolted up the two, and, and Truex was down there at four, and it doesn't look like he was going to catch Larson. And there, Byron crosses the finish line. They pull up the list, and then all of a sudden, one hits Reddick two, and then out of nowhere, Truex Jr. finishes third, and you didn't know how he passed Kyle Larson, but he passed him, top three. Yeah. But back to my point of, hey, it doesn't mean we can't get in a little group, get in on, on the ground up, as I like to call it. And MTJ got in the top three last week. He runs well at this track. Maybe he's starting to get a little. Maybe he's starting to get in a little groove. Maybe he wins. You you cash that bet too. So I, I like that a lot, just to try to get in from the ground floor and uh, and see if you can get a winner. And he's one where again, if you guys listen every week, he's one I talked about our first episode with uh, with John and Allen. We did Daytona, and I said I thought Martin Truex was going to have a big bounce back year this year. So. This is kind of, you know, my first my first stab at it. Like we said, it's been a little weird that started this year, but eventually, you know, it's going to kind of balance out and you're going to get the big names dominating again. I think this sort starts. I think Truex, I think Truex has a huge race. I think he this is a course where or a track where, you know, you, you usually have one or two guys kind of dominate the race. It, it actually tends to be kind of a boring race, so that may suck. But 
I think this is when Truex could kind of run away with it. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, I'm going to kind of go go that that route as well in a sense of and a little bit offhand here as well. I don't think – you might not be expecting this one or you might. Um, Matt DiBenedetto. Uh, Matt is his first name, right? Yeah, Matty D. Doubting myself. How could I ever do that? You never know. You never know. It's late. It's late. I've had a long day. Uh, Matty D, top 10, plus 250. He finished second, I think, in the past two times this race was run in 2020. Yep. He's racing decent this this year. I mean, you get some great, great value on a top 10 on a guy who's had success at this track in recent recently, less than a year ago at, at Vegas. So I, I like that because I think you can get some value there, and that could be a fun one to kind of squeak out a top 10 um, w- with him. And then there's also another one, too, uh, with him that, I wanted to get your opinion on because that one's plus 250 Maddie D top 10, or you can get him at plus 260 over Eric Almarola, Tyler Reddick, Austin Dillon. Austin Dillon's the one that kind of flares up. I was just going to like, mm, say, I don't Dillon's, know. He's running pretty well. Dillon's run well here. Uh, so but, that that's when that you kind of hit like, you know, because you can get a little bit, hey, plus 260 if you want to get a little greedy and you, you feel more confident over him over three guys than getting into the top 10. Or if one of those names flares up at you like Austin Dillon just did for you, hey, the top 10 could be fun to race. So he's racing well. He's raced well here and you get some good value on it too. It's just the difference of, you know, like 10, you know. I like it. It's a good long shot. I actually had written down. So the only thing that scares me about Matty D is he has not run well this year at all. But it's only been three races, so what do you? I mean, but like you said, he was he was twice. He finished second both races last year. Um, I actually had written down uh, a little uh, matchup with Matty D. I wrote down Matty D minus one fifteen over Cole Custer. Just a, oh, a little matchup. Yeah, there you um, go. But I almost like, like I think that's a guy I almost I, like your I, like, I like your top ten. Um, yeah, this is another one where he didn't Custer didn't had, didn't run well here last year. Um, so either one, I, I mean, you're getting a much better number at Maddie with, with the top 10. So if you want a little, I mean, maybe you take both, maybe you throw 10 on, you know, the matchup and then sprinkle a little bit on the top 10, if you really want to double up on Maddie D, but I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the other name I had written down and I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to probably do bet him to win and then bet top five. So typically what I'll do for these guys too, is I'll bet like $10 on a top five and then like, you know, $5 on a win. That way, if only the top five hits, I still come out making money. Um, but obviously, with the last, you know, the last two two winners of this back to back are Joey Logano. But I'm not going Joey. I'm going with his Penske teammate, Brad Kozlowski. Kozlowski has won this race three times. That's the most of active, any active driver he won in 2014, 2016, 2018. Over the last six races, he has the best average finish of any driver. He's got five top tens and three top fives. His he is just awesome here. I mean, look at this. Since so since uh, since Penske switched to Ford in 2013, Kozlowski at this race in Las Vegas, third, first, seventh, first, fifth, sixth, one, two, three, seven, thirteen. I mean, that's unbelievable. He's got one time he didn't finish in the top ten. So since 2013. Uh, so I like Kess plus 800 to win and then plus 140 for a top five. Um, he's plus 250 for a top three. But since I'm going to take Truex for the top, I'll probably take Truex win top three 
And then I'm going to take Kess, Win, and top five. Those would probably be my my bets here. I may I may have one more matchup, but I'll see if you have anything else you like. Not really. I mean, I had Logano written down just because of his recent his recent success there, and he just the top three for him was like plus two fifty, some decent value. It's the guy, but you know he's coming off a tough race at HMS, uh, finished like twenty fifth, and then. Um, the dirt, I just tough to count the road course just because of how different it is. Yeah. But I mean, he's had success there. He's he's right, but he's but if it's you count the bet. season as a whole, he's he's racing decent. He's around, yeah. you know. He's, so it's uh, having recent success there. Top three, be tough to bet against, and you get some good value there, plus two fifty. So yeah, the I like it. The only other one I written down is I had Kurt Busch plus one hundred in a matchup over Alex Bowman. Oh, uh, that's interesting. So Bush won here last year. Uh, he won the fall race here with no fans. He's from Vegas. He finally won in his hometown with nobody here. So now there's going to be fans there a little bit. So, you know, now he really gets that moment. Uh, and Kurt Bush is one of those guys that's just, he's never really like in contention to win. There's never a moment where you're like, is Kurt Bush going to win this race? But he's always just kind of in the mix. You know what I mean? He's always like last week, for instance, he was up front late and then he had the vibration he had to come pit under green goes all the way to the back but with fresh tires flies up through the field he finished eighth despite pitting with like 20 laps to go unbelievable run from kurt bush and then alex bowman is just kind of one of those guys where you just never know what you're gonna get like alex bowman could either finish sixth or 26th and i would be equally as like i wouldn't be surprised at all with either one you know what i mean like he's always one of those guys where you're like I feel like you just never even notice Alex Byron or Alex Bowman. Like he's always just sometimes he's in the mix. Sometimes he's just not even close to the mix. And you just really, you never see him. He never does anything. So plus money on Kurt Busch, guy who's won here from here over Alex Bowman, who easily could finish, you know, 25th. I love that getting that plus money with Kurt. Yeah, that's cool. I like that a lot too. That's a fun little matchup. I like that matchup a lot. Kurt Busch. I mean, he's, he, yeah, he, 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 he could run wild. That's fun. Um, All right. Yeah, I think it's going to be – it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I'm just going to put it that way. It's just going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, so, that again, this one, Pennzoil 400, out in Vegas, baby, when we come back. The, Anything the else in NASCAR? One, one of my favorite track nicknames, the Diamond in the Desert. The Diamond in the Desert. Any else you want to add on top of NASCAR before we take a break? Nope. All right, there it is. Have fun out there at the – what is it, Mike? The diamond in the desert. On the competition problem. We'll be right back. <laughs> Support for the Chat 10 Sports Podcast Network is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. And guys, we've all been there in the shower, trying to clean up a little bit and trim up, you know, make it nice looking. And all of a sudden, we find out the hard way how wide those teeth are on those old-style trimmers. Well, that's why Manscaped has completely redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team has spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, and they just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Now, go to manscaped.com, and with our code CTS20, you get 20% off and free shipping. I said 20% off and free shipping when you go to manscaped.com and use our code CTS20. We hope you enjoy, and let's get back to the episode. 
Welcome back into the competition problem with Ben Bobick and Mike Ionello. Best bet time. Mike, how'd we do on Tuesday? We did pretty good. Um, I mean, you still have one pending. You're American to win the Arnold Palmer, but your picks went 2-0. and Fitzpatrick won his first round matchup, which was great. We both had it. The Panthers money line won easily, which is great. You had it. Thanks for the alley alley from me. Um, yeah, very. I very much had the Panthers bet. I did. Well, yep. A little bit. A little bit of controversy with my picks. Uh, my, yeah, my, a little drama my, here. My official plays went one and one. St. Louis Blues took care of business and they won. Uh, Wild kind of got screwed on the goalie. Uh, wanted the rookie. They went with Cam Talbot, so the Wild lost big. But then a little bit of drama. My, my third pick was Matthew Fitzpatrick over Louis Ustazen. Well, Louis withdrew from the tournament <laughs> this morning. So my, that bet officially goes in as a push. Um, it's a no bet, which sucks because I was very, very confident in that. So Ben's officially 2-0. I am 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Ben, you're up, my man. Yeah, we had to call in a rules official on I the, did. Uh, we had to call in a rules official to get an official ruling on that one. That was uh, unfortunate. I was confident in that one for you. So I'm going to the to the hardwood in a, in a team that just just needs a dub. And sometimes these good teams get that that either that late win that uh, that before you get put out, or that that late win that could turn around your season, get it back on track. And that's the Ohio State Buckeyes at home against the Fighting Illini, top five Fighting Illini. Games in Columbus, I believe it's on Saturday at 4 o'clock. I like the Buckeyes, like a money line. The, the numbers, probably it's probably going to be around a pick, I might imagine, just because Illinois is playing better ball. Obviously, they're they're on a roll, and but they're also going on the road at Ohio State, a desperate Ohio State team. I don't want to say desperate because, you know, they still have their goals laid out in front of them, but – they better start winning because it's about that time where you need to start winning, not losing three games in a row. So it's very tough to win on the road in the Big Ten. Extremely tough to win on the road in the Big Ten. And I just uh, – I get so happy saying this, and it is it is undisputed. It's what it is. The Big Ten's best basketball conference in the country. Just facts. Big, ten, ba- Big ten basketball is the best athletic conference in the country. Ohio State over Illinois at home on Saturday at 4 o'clock. Top 10 matchup. Get peeled to the TV. It should be a good one. You fit it. That'll be start right as your uh, afternoon's getting going. So. Love it. My first pick, I am going back to the well that we won at on Wednesday. I'm taking the St. Louis Blues. Minus 127 on Friday night against the L.A. Kings. Uh, Blues are just a better team, I think. Uh, the Kings got really hot. They had a nice little stretch. They won six in a row. They they were playing great hockey. They're, they're, the Kings are better than everyone thought they'd be. I'll, I'll definitely say that. But they've lost three in a row since. Uh, the Blues, on the other hand, have won three straight. They're playing much better. The Blues had a little rough stretch as well um, because they just have so many injuries. But... I think I think the Blues start to kind of get it on track. They're starting to get used to playing with you know the injured guys out. Uh, the Kings beat the Blues twice last week, so I think the Blues kind of get them back on Friday. There's also a chance the Blues 
get Vladimir Tarasenko back. Uh, he hasn't played yet this year after shoulder surgery. So getting Tarasenko back obviously is huge for the Blues. So I'm very ho- much hoping he plays Friday. But even if he doesn't, I think the Blues are just the better team. So I'll take the Blues as the, the short favorite. They're about minus 127 right now on Friday night at 9 o'clock. Stanley Cup champions in 2019, St. Louis Blues. Let's ride with it. Speaking of riding, I'm going to go out to Vegas. To where, what do they call it, Mike? The Diamond in the Desert. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride with my guy. I, I do this. It seems like it was a pattern for a little bit there. I, I rode with Bubba uh, in that group. Um, was that last week? And I didn't fade Bubba. I'm like, I'm going to let him get his, get his feet under him first in the new car, get him adjusted. We'll, we'll, we'll get on him when he starts heating up. Uh, but Matty D, give me him in the top 10. Let's go. Sprinkle a little on Matty D in the top 10. I like that. Run it into Sunday at least. Um Got a couple best bets running this Sunday. Matty D, top 10. It's fun. You get some value on it. I'm not, I'm not saying bet your paycheck on Matty D, top 10, but it, it could be a fun little sprinkle that'll get you a nice little payday because it's got great value on it, plus 250. Matty D, top 10. Riding with the 21 Wood Brothers racing car. Love it. Hey, Ben, uh, I have a question. Where Where are you right now? I'm in Asheville, North Carolina. Well, Ben, I am joining you in Asheville, North Carolina is only fitting with our first. We have our on-site reporter. I want him to. I'm only gonna. I'm gonna wait till Ben looks them in the eyes to confirm this bet. But if Ben gives the all the all clear, they look good to go. I am taking the Mercer Bears minus seven against Samford on Friday at eight o'clock. Samford stinks. They've lost nine of its last ten games including twice to Mercer. I know what you're going to say, Ben. Oh, but when they played, both of them went to overtime. Stanford, Mercer won in double overtime, and they won in overtime the second time. But guess what? They won by seven in both of those games, even with overtime. So I think Mercer covers easily. I had to take a SoCon game, so this was just kind of the best option, I thought. I'm taking Mercer, laying the seven against Stanford in the SoCon Tournament of Champions in Asheville, North Carolina, with Ben Bobick on site to let me know how my bet does. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, the Bears said they beat the Mocs, actually. That was the Mocs' last game uh, was against Mercer. It would, would have been a solid, like, 10 days ago, uh, which is pretty crazy to think about. And Mercer came back and fought hard for that win, too, at home in Macon. So uh, then they kind of got struck by Western Carolina. But uh, they're just – it's anything could happen, man. It's Asheville, baby. It's SoCon, SoCon tournament. I do Sanford like Mercer. Stinks. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that too. Yeah, I think I think they could they could cruise to a double digit victory. I don't hate it at all, and that's awesome. Um, I'm gonna do the same. I'm not yeah, here. Baby. I'm not just. I'm not just sitting here <laughs> and not gonna do it. And uh, I'm gonna give you another another winner here, and uh, that's the team that Mercer last played. And they lost by about 24 to, and that was the Western Carolina Catamounts uh, from just down the road in Cullowee, probably about an hour from here. Quick little bus ride. They probably, probably a day trip for them. They probably don't even come and spend the night and do the whole thing. It's just a nice little day trip. Go down and play, play some ball in Asheville. Go back up to, uh, go back up the highway. Uh, laying two and a half against the Citadel. Uh, I think Western Carolina is just playing good ball and they're better. So 
Um, I just think they win by, you know, five or six. I think they'll, they'll win by more than three. I, I'm firm with that. And I like the Catamounts against the Bulldogs in Asheville. I think that game starts tomorrow, like, in the at like, 530 or something, afternoon, evening. So, hopefully, by the time you listen to this, place that wager. Uh, your ears at 530, mine's at 8. Cool. Back-to-back SoCon games right there. So, so for anybody anybody who's watching the Western Carolina Citadel game and they see the Citadel up by three or, the, or they see Western Carolina up by four late in the game and the Citadel hits a late half-court three to lose by one and you hear off in the distance, God damn it! That was Ben Bobick because he just lost his cover on Western <laughs> Carolina. <laughs> there it is courts i end and it's and it's and you can hear everything in there i'll tell you that i know that i could tell you that from experience there's the, they're allowing 544 people so the state of north carolina deal uh dialed back some restrictions last week so they're at least let, pretty much what it does is lets the families in parents which which is which is right and which is awesome but you can hear everything man you can hear everything so that'd be funny that's well, my trio yeah. right there Love it. My last pick. I'm going back to hockey. I'm going with a Saturday. I think it's Saturday. Saturday night game. I'm taking the Edmonton Oilers money line against the Calgary Flames. Uh, I think the Oilers are just a better team. The Oilers have lost three straight. They just lost three straight games to Toronto where they got absolutely waxed. Toronto outscored them 13 to one. It was brutal. Uh, McDavid was held to zero points in three straight games for just the third time in his whole career. So I think this is going to be one of those games where McDavid, you know, just goes bananas. He probably scores a hat trick. He's going to have dry saddle probably has four points. McDavid probably is five. Those, both those guys are horrible. So I think they both bounce back big. Um, McDavid actually had five points the last time they played Calgary. He had three goals and, a, and two assists. So, I wouldn't be shocked if we get another David McDavid Hattie. Um, the Flames just can't score. We're twenty seventh in the league in scoring. Uh, although the one thing that makes me pause here and makes me a little nervous, I had this written down. I was all confident. I, I almost questioned it, but I'm not. I'm sticking to it. I'm taking the Oilers. Is as we were recording, I got a notification that the Flames just fired their head coach. Wow. Wow, this is a live break-in. Live break-in during a best bed segment. Unheard of. So, first game with the new coach kind of makes me a little nervous. But also, it's weird. The Flames just pumped the the Senators 7-3 to and then fired their coach after they put up the touchdown. So, that's a little bit weird. Um, but wow. the Flames have really been kind of a disappointment all season. But, yeah, they may play for the new coach. I'm just going to bank on them not being very good. They're motivated because their coach got fired. Well, the Oilers are motivated because they just got embarrassed to Toronto. So I'm sticking with the Oilers. Lock them up. Oilers money line over the Flames is my third pick. Sounds like six winners to me. I hope so. So, I mean, oh, boys, it is, is it happening? March is here. Mid-major tournaments this weekend are going to heat up, and it's going to be awesome. And then, and then we got conference tourney time, which next week shows I'm looking forward to, especially a week from today. You get into some some of those conference games that'll be that'll be fun to, to kind of look at. Yeah, if you're a gambler and you're still working from home, boy, is this a time to be alive? You got games kicking off, like 
Friday morning, 11 a.m., the Duquesne Dukes against St. Bonaventure. I mean, you got 11 a.m. basketball. You got games at 12, games at 1, 2. You got basketball all day long. You got golf all day. I mean, what a time to be alive. What a time to make some money. I love it. I'm looking to see where the Atlantic 10 basketball tournament is. It is... Dayton, Ohio, Richmond, Richmond, Virginia, Dayton, Ohio. Interesting. I'm looking originally scheduled. It was supposed Richmond. to be at the Barclays Center. Oh, come on. It was supposed to be at the balls. Oh, man. It's in Richmond. Richmond lost today. The Duquesne Dukes came roaring back with an incredible comeback to upset the Richmond Spiders today. I was, I was watching that this morning. Yeah, the Dukes and their sweet, their sweet new gig, new digs in, uh, in downtown Pittsburgh. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, enjoy it. It'll be fun. Arnie Invitational is always special. We'll see who battles and gets the red card again on Sunday at Bay Hill. Um, hopefully he's an American. Hopefully he's a true <laughs> American. That's all you could ask for. Uh, or Matthew Fitzpatrick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Man, I had fun, Mike, as we always do. We check back next week uh, what we got going on. We have the players. Yes, baby. The players returns, and that was when the stop happened last year. It was in the middle of the players, so we were there wasn't a 2020 players champion. So this will be this is going to be awesome. Yeah, I love the players. Nothing, nothing like the edge of 17. Oh, that that promo! Ever since you mentioned that, I love it even more. <laughs> you got Stevie Nicks blaring with the guys just hitting balls in the in the water on 17th. Oh, I love it! It gets me so mm. pumped. We appreciate you guys listening to the competition problem. For Mike Guinello, I'm Ben Bobick. We'll see you next week.